Good morning, everybody. The concept of that even though in general a person needs to do an akira and from makam dal dal, however, a person who spits out of his mouth, halacha is that since the mouth is the place which is chashiv, the person wants in his mouth, therefore when he spits it out, it's considered makam dal dal, and you are going to be chayv even though you don't really have an area which is four before tzvach. We saw the mission on the bottom, spoke at a person's knowledge, stand on one mission and drink another mission. The Gemara said, I, it's a steer to the mission before. The Gemara said, it's not a steer because over here we're talking about using kalim that the person is going to want on the other rishas. Therefore, we're afraid a person is going to drink in the rishas and then bring the cup to rishas yachid, and therefore it is prohibited. Then we saw the mission of the days, was machalik between a gutter and a pipe, that by a gutter you're allowed to place a clay under it, but not directly under it, whereas a pipe you're allowed to place directly under it. The Gemara explained the chalik was because the gutter is generally within three tachim of the roof, and therefore it would be a problem of transferring directly from the Finally, we saw the Gemara on the Mishnah and Beis on the bottom spoke out that if you have a bar and the walls of the bar are ten tefachim tall, the lachas you got to carry from Mishnah Yachid to the bar over the Mishnah Rab. The Gemara asks, what's the scenario if it's within four tefachim of the person's house? So why do you need the walls of ten tefachim? The space between it is a makom tour, so you should be allowed to carry. Even if there's no walls. The Gemara said either you could tell me that it's with, it's just it's further away from the house for tefachim, or you could say no. The chiddush was that the bar v'chulyasar mitzdarf lasar. That the chiddush was that the pit, the bar, and the walls themselves. Let's say the bar is five tefachim and the walls are five tefachim. They can mitzdarf to be considered ten tefachim. Today, Bez Hashem, we're going to see the mission on the bottom. We're going to discuss the halacha of a tree. If you have a very large tree, can you carry under that tree? Do we look at the tree itself as mechitzes? And then the mission is going to discuss that it's also for a person to, to use a tree to be mishtamash pilon. The Gemara is going to discuss, the Gemara in the mouth is going to discuss exactly when it is usher to use a tree, when it is mutter to use a tree. It depends if, if it's within three tachim, the ground is going to be mutter. If it's above three tachim, it's going to be usher. And there's going to be machlekes. Let's say part of the tree is above, part of the roots are below three tachim, part of the roots are above three tachim. What is the halacha? And then the Gemara in the way is going to have some very interesting Haganati Gemaras. So let's see the Haganati Gemara, the bottom of the Haganati Gemara, says the Haganati Gemara. Says the Mishnah, says the Mishnah, if you have this large tree, again, if you have pictures, it'll be very helpful, very clear. You have a large tree which the branches hang over and they go down to the ground. As long as they're within three Tvachim on the ground, so we can apply the concept of Lavad, and therefore we look at it as if a person surrounded on all four sides by walls, and you're, so therefore you're allowed to carry under the tree. Now, so this is the end of the mission, the second halacha on the mission. For the roots of the tree stick above the ground more than three tefachim, the halacha is you're not allowed to set on the roots of this tree because we view the roots of the tree as a chilek of the tree itself. And therefore, the halacha is you're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbos because we're afraid a person is going to do either break off a branch, break off a fruit. And therefore, if the roots of the tree are within three tefachim on the ground, we view it as just an extension of the ground, you're allowed to sit on it. However, if it's above three tefachim off the ground, the halacha is you're not allowed to sit on it. Says the Helgi Gemara. That when the mission said you're allowed to carry under this tree, you're only allowed to carry less than the area of the base of Siam. However, more than the base of Siam, you're not allowed to carry. Ask the Gemara my time. Why are you not allowed to carry in this area more than the base of Siam? The Gemara is assuming that even though the person himself to make the mechitas, because Hashem created this tree, but still, we would assume that's considered hook of the because a person is in that, using that area as a place to relax, as a place to sit. So why is that not an area which is hook of the and you should be allowed to carry even more than the base of Siam? Explain the Gemara because the Iker purpose of the mechitas of this tree, the Iker purpose of the branch of this tree is to protect the space which is outside of the tree and not to protect the people inside of the tree. And this is a concept we saw before that any deer which is mishdamish lavir, which means that the Iker mechitas is not for the people inside, but really for the people outside, that is not considered a good mechitza, and therefore you're only allowed to carry less than a base of time. More than the base of time is Asr. Says the Gemara, Shrasha Gwemen Arts, the mission said that if the roots of the tree stick out of the ground more than three tochem, then you're not allowed to sit on the tree. Says the Gemara, 
Itmar Let's say if a person has the roots of the tree, which they start below three tochem, then they go above three tochem, then they go back down. What is Allah in this case? You're allowed to sit at the end of the tree because practically the, the end of the roots are below three tochem. So therefore, it should be permitted. Or do you say no? That since part of the branch, part of the root went above three tochem, so therefore this is considered a makom iser. We go above the ikr of the tree, and therefore it's prohibited. Says the Gemara, Rabbah Rabbi says it's mutter to sit at the ed- end of the root. Rav Sheshit Amar Rav Sheshit says it's Asr. Rav Sheshit says it's Asr. Explains the Gemara. Rabbah Amar Rav Sheshit says it's Asr. Rabbah explains it's mutter because practically the part that you're sitting on is less than three tochem, and therefore it's considered an extension of the ground, and it's mutter to sit on. Ari, it's considered part of the ground. Rav Sheshit Amar Rav Sheshit says, Asr Shtamish Ben, it's Asr to sit on this part of the tree, the Kimit Mikach, it's Rakasi, since it comes from a part of the tree which is above three tochem, because since part of the root extends above three tochem, therefore Asr and it is prohibited. Prohibited to sit on this part of the tree. Again, for the next point of the Gemara, the Gemara is going to give three nafkaminos between Rabbi and Rosheshes. This is the last daf in Masechus Erevin, which pictures will be very helpful. For the rest of Masechus, for the last four daf, diagrams and pictures are not necessarily necessary, but for this daf, pictures are definitely helpful. So let's see. Says the Gemara, the Gemara is going to give three nafkaminos between Rosheshes and Rabbi. Says the Gemara, the first nafkamina de damu kim shunisa de sulkin le'ela. Asurin. Let's say we're discussing a case. Again, if you have a picture, we very clear. You have a root which is sticking, goes straight up on a diagonal. And now, and part of it is below three tochem, and then as it goes up, then the edge of it is above three tochem. However, as it goes up, there are these small branches which go below three tochem. So says the Gemara. So the edge of that, the edge of the, the edge of the root, of course, you're not sitting because that's above three tochem. However, the 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 part of the branch which is below three tochem, and the small pieces which extend from this from the root. Those are mutter because those are below three tochem. However, let's study and plucked Let's say the edge of the branch, which is the actual root of the branch, is above three tochem. However, you have these small branches which go below three tochem, which are connected to the root. So that is going to come out. That's a machlekes plucked to of sheishes. That's going to be the same machlekes between rabbi and of sheishes. That according to rabbi, it's going to be mutter, and according to sheishes, it's going to be aser because according to of sheishes, since part of, it's coming from a place which is aser, it's coming from the root which is above three tochem. It's aser. The chayin says the gemara a nigra and similar enough coming would be. Person who has a tree which is in a ditch again, picture will be very helpful. You have a tree which is inside of a ditch. So now, according to Rabbah, we're going to say that's mutter as long as the top of the root, as long as the top of the tr- of the uh, root of the tree is below three tochem next to the ground. Allah is allowed to, you're allowed to sit on it. However, according to Sheshes, we measure the tree from the bottom of the tree all the way from the bottom inside the ditch, and therefore it would be us to sit on the tree. And now says the last not coming up. Similarly, if you have a tree which is next to Karen Zavitz, it's right next to a house and it's surrounded on two sides by a wall. So now, of to rabbits, as long as the top of the walls within three tochem of the tree, the you're allowed to use a tree, you're allowed to sit on it. However, according to Avshashas, we're going to say that we measure from the bottom of the tree, and therefore we'll be prohibited to sit on top of this tree. Now, says the Gemara, now the Gemara is going to give another case, and it's right to see is this enough community between Rabbi and Avshashas? Says the Gemara, there's a certain tree that it went up through the roof. There was a, a tree inside of a house, and there was a skylight, so the tree went up right through the roof and into the skylight. So now, this story came from Avshashas. Usharla and Yerusha said that's mutter as long as the, the tree as long as the top of the tree is within three tochem of the roof the Allah is you're allowed to sit on the tree Amr meaning from the roof you're allowed to sit on top of the tree Amr layer of Achabar Tachlifa the Sharlach Rabbi Sharlach so he asked him is this hetar only going according to Rabbah or according to Rav Sheshis, that's that would hold that you measure from the bottom of the tree from inside the house? Lechar be aser says the Gemara Pshita Lechar this is pashit. What was the chiddush in saying this is going like this is going like Rabbah? Of course it's going like Rabbah. According to Rav Sheshis, it's pashit that this would be aser since the actual tree is larger than three tochem. 
Answers the Gemara. Ma'ad is the possibility to say, "I feel Rav Sheshes." Basically, I would have taught to say that even Rav Sheshes would agree that in this case it would be permissible to sit on top of the tree. You'd be able to sit from the roof on top of the tree because we review the house as if it's filled up. We saw the svar already. We talked about the beginning. We talked about Shabbos. It's a svar that anything, any items in the house, we look at the house is completely stuffed up, and therefore we don't measure the actual tree in the house. So l'shdamish b'chad mishalish yisamach legad. So therefore, I would have taught to say that even Rav Sheshes would agree to be allowed to use the the tree as long as as long as it's within three tefachim of the roof. Kamash Mula, no, that Rav Sheshes disagrees with this. Or at least a practical application over here, and therefore, if she holds that it's usher in this scenario, and therefore, when we said it's mutter, that was going like the opinion of Rab. Says the Gemara, Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, if the roots of the tree go above three tachim, we're not allowed to sin. Now, says what's the case? If it doesn't go down after three tachim, then pshita lachar it's pashit. Everybody agrees if the roots themselves go above three tachim, we're not allowed to sin in it. So what's the chiddush? Elav elamai. What was the Mishnah saying? What was the chiddush? Afagav the hadri kifi. Even though it does go back down, so it says the Gemara that's a riot of sheishes and a kash on rabba. Because according to rabba, even if it goes back down, it's mut- it's mutter to sit on that part. Says the Gemara light. Really, the scenario was that there, it did not go back down below three tefachim. So what was the chedesh? Vakmash balan. Afagab did see the echad shavlar. The chedesh was that let's say I had a, you had a root which on one side was was parallel to the ground. It was right next to the ground. However, on the other side or the other three sides, it wasn't. It was next to a hole, for example. So therefore, the chedesh of the mission was that even though on one side it is right next to the ground, it's level to the ground. The halacha is since on the other side it's not level to the ground. The halacha is you're not allowed to sit on this tree. Says the Gemara the roots of the tree extend Let's say, for example, the roots of the tree are level to the ground. However, right under the root, there's a space, and there, it's above three tachim of the ground. Even though one side is level to the ground, all those things are about an assert. Because Rabban are afraid a person is going to use a tree and end up breaking off a branch on Shabbos. So therefore, Rabban and Aser, that's what Rabban said. English Tam Shabbat, you're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Layal Beilam by Yem Yishev Shem Kol Yem Kulei. The Bryce continues and says you're not allowed to go up onto a tree in Erev Shabbos and stay there entire Shabbos. Meaning this year is not just to go up, but even to be on a tree on Shabbos. Echad Beilam Echad says the end. The Gemara clarifies and says Echad Elam Echad Kol Beima. The same halacha applies. You're not allowed to go up on a tree. You're not allowed to go on any type of animal. Avol Bar Siach Umar Vegader Metapis Vayilam Metapis Vayir Afilah Hemaya Amad. Is a person's allowed to go into a ditch, into a cave. He's allowed to go even if it's a hundred amas, even if it's a hundred amas deep. he's allowed to go up and down the entire Shabbos. It says Rashi, what's the chiddush? Why would I think it's asher? Explains Rashi because I would have entertained the possibility that the reason why you're not allowed to go up on a tree on Shabbos is because it's a tirchiyaseira, it's extra work. So therefore, I would say that the same thing applies. You shouldn't be allowed to go into a ditch on Shabbos. Kamash one says Rashi, no, that has nothing to do with tircha. The reason why you're not allowed to go up on a tree is because, like we explained, you're afraid you're going to break up a branch, and therefore there's nothing wrong with going into a cave, going into a pit, even if it's very deep. Not a problem with tircha. Says the Gemara. Tani Chada, we learned in one brisa. Im Allah Mutter Leirit, we learned in one brisa. The person goes up on a tree. The Allah is allowed to go down on Shabbos. But Tani Chada, also Leirit, another brisa we learned. They're not allowed to go down. So how do we reconcile this dira? And it's more like Kasha. Can we buy Yom? Can we Shecha Shecha? Depends. If the person went up on Arab Shabbos, they didn't really do an Easter, so then the Rabban allowed him to go down on Shabbos. However, if a person went down on Shabbos itself, where he was even Easter, then the Rabban said, You're not allowed to go down. Be Bayesim, I'll tell you another, another Svar. Havaha, Bishnecha Shecha. Both prices were talking about that the person went up on Shabbos. But like Kasha, Kam Shecha, Kam Mason, easy tarots. One, the person went up is Shecha by mistake. Either he didn't know this was Asr or he didn't realize that he was going up on the tree on Shabbos. He forgot that it was Shabbos. So then the Allah is allowed to go down there, but didn't give you a Knas. However, the person went up in Mason, if you knew it was Shabbos, or you knew any 
knew this was Aser, then the Lach is, he's not going to go down. Or says, Gemara, we blame him. Our third, op- third option, Hava B'Shegi, really both scenarios are talk- both brides are talking about Shegi. Bahacha B'Kantu, Shegi, Atu Mezu, Kamefu, Limaris, Avri, Kansina, Nomaris, Avri, Kansina. If there was a Machlekes between the two brides, do we say that since practically speaking the guy was a Shegi, therefore we don't give him a Knas? Or say, no, since even, th- since, if you would do this, but Mezu to be asked to go down, the Rabbana going to make a Xera, Shegi, Atu Mezu. And again, we spoke at the Ramban that even though a person was a Shegi, there always is an element of Mezu, there always is an element of negligence when a person's a Shegi. So therefore it could be, he holds to the concept of, we make a Knas, Shegi, Atu Mezu. Says the this idea when a person goes up on a tree on Shabbos, whether you're allowed to go down or not, is really based on Now, this is really a little bit of a tangent of the Gemara here. The Gemara is going to ask a kasha from a very interesting Allah. We're going to see more about this in Zakhlash The Gemara is going to ask a kasha from a very seemingly random halacha and ask a kasha to our sugi over here the Rishayim will ask as a kasha now what's the connection between these two halachas but the Gemara over here is going to connect them so just one quick akdama there are different types of karbanas that require matan dam that require that you spritz some of the dam on the, on the mizbeh some of them require matan dam achas which means matan achas means that you spritz it once and some karbanas require that you spritz it four times so let's, let's say a person takes a carbon which requires one spritz and he does it four times halachas is everything they're about taisif and let's say he takes a carbon which requires four spritzes on the mizbech, and he does matana achas, then he's over this about tigris. Now the Gemara is going to deal with the scenario. Let's say you had two of the da- of the bloods which got mixed together. You had a, a carbon which is supposed to be spritzed four times and got mixed with the dam of a carbon which is supposed to be spritzed once. What do you do? Do we say that you should spritz it four times, or do you say you should spritz it once? Now let's see the hell again, Gemar. So we learned in the Mishnah. Let's say you have two carbonates, both of them require that you spritz the dam once. So then it's not so complicated. You just spritz the dam once and you don't have any problems because since they both require the same halacha, no issues, you spritz the dam on this bech. However, and let's say matan arba, matan arba, then you know matan arba, not so complicated. If you have two carbonates which both require that you spritz on this bech four times, they got mixed together, you don't have any problems, you just spritz this dam, which is a mixture of two carbonates on this bech four times, you don't have a problem. However, here's where we have the, here's where we have the issue. Matan arba, matan achas. Let's say you have a carbon which requires four matanes, and it got mixed with a carbon which requires one matana. Then what do you do? Rebbe Lezer, Lezer says you nasnu ye nasnu matan arba. Rebbe Lezer says that you spritz it four times. Rebbe Shua, Rebbe Shua says you nasnu matana achas. Lachah is you only spritz it once. You give out the one matana. That says the Gemara. The Gemara explains it two sfaros. Amalei Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Lezer said to Yeshua, to Rebbe Shua, how about tigra? How could you tell me they only spritz it once? But you're going to be every day. So about tigra, about tigra is the itzer when a per, when is the avera when a person does a mitzvah and doesn't complete the entire mitzvah. He leaves out integral details of the mitzvah. Again, the practical applications of Al-Tigra are quite complicated. We'll see more about this in Masechus Rosh Hashanah. It seems that there's not many cases that the Gemara lists off as Al-Tigra. This is really the classical case of Al-Tigra. There's not that many more. The Chiddush of the Raj, but the person who's over in Isser, I'm sorry, a person doesn't do a mitzvah because he's always over there. So Al-Tigra, interesting discussion. But it says the Gemara, Rebbe turns to Rebbe and says, if you don't spritz it four times, you're over there. So Al-Tigra. Armel Rebbe Shua, Rebbe Shua says back to him, what do you mean? How are you over about Taisif? What do you mean? If you spritz it four times, then you're going to be over there. So Al-Tigra, because since when you spritz the, the this dam, so even though part of this dam has to be spritzed four times, because part of the dam is from a carbon which requires four matanas, but still, part of the mixture is from a carbon which is which only requires one spritz, one matana, and therefore if you spritz it four times, you're every day Shabbat says the Gemara, Amr Blazer, Blazer responded to Rabbi Yeshua, Loi Amr no, Rabbi Blazer responded, this said a person's every day Shabbat if he spritzes a carbon which requires one matana, and he does it four times, 
That's only if the blood wasn't mixed with any other dam. So therefore, he's over the Shabbat Tosif. However, in our case, where the dam of the, of the carbon which required one matan is mixed with the dam of a carbon which required four matanis, so now the reason why you're spritzing it more is to be yaitzi the chiyah for the dam matanis. So therefore, you're not over about Tosif. Again, very interesting discussion. We should know here exactly the lumness of the tzvara. But the point is that since you're not doing it for the mitzvah, you're doing it specifically because there is dam mixed in, which requires four matanis, you're not over the Shabbat Tosif. And our Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua said a similar tzvara. You're not over this about Tigra unless the dam is by itself. Meaning, if you have a carbon which requires four matanis and only do and you only do one matana, However, if the dam of the carbon which requires four matanis is mixed with the dam of a carbon which requires one matana, and you only do one spritz, one matana, you're only you're not over this about Tigra. And now Rabbi Shua adds another svara. Rabbi Shua adds another svara. Rabbi Shua kishenosata avart alatayse fasisamais viatcha kishaloy nosata avart alatigra leasamais viadecha. Says Rabbi Shua, I have another svara that if you would spritz again another three times, you'd be over an iser biyadaim. You'd be over there about taysef biyadaim. You'd be doing it. You you would be doing an action. However, if you just do one spritz and you don't do another three. Then you're not over the Isser about Tigra Biyadayim. You, maybe you're over the Isser about Tigra by passively not doing more sprays, more matanits. However, you didn't do an action. So therefore, Yeshua says, I have more of a svar, I have two svaras to say that you should rather do less than do more. Again, Rashi and Zvachim over there clarifies, so what's the difference if you're doing an action, not doing an action? Definitely an interesting discussion, but we see this idea, Lav Shemimimites, so we see this idea that when a person does an action, it could be it's a more severe Isser than an a Aver without an action. Says the Gemara. So now the Gemara is putting the two halachas together. And the Gemara is assuming like this. That just like Rabbi Shua over there said that we'd rather a person sit back and do nothing. And a blesser says, no, you should do more spray. You should do more spritzes. You should do more sprays. So therefore, the Gemara is assuming the same thing over here. That according to Rebbe Rebbelezer would tell you you're allowed to go down from the tree. And Rabbi Shua would say that you're not allowed to go down from the tree. And again, the Rishayim will discuss what's the connection between these two sigas. It definitely sounds like a seemingly unrelated machlekes, but the Rishayim point out the Gemara is seemingly comparing the two. Now it says, so it says the Gemara, according to Rebbe said that you should go da- that, you should spray, you should do another three matanais, and we do an action, Hachanami, so to over here, a person should go down from the tree, Hachanami, you should go down from the tree. According to Rebbe Shua, he used the swear of Shavatasa, that he said, don't do any more matanais, just do one. He said, don't do another action here too, Hachanami, you shouldn't go down from the tree. So therefore the Gemara is comparing the two things, and Gemara is assuming that this halacha would be based on this machlech between Rebbe Says Gemara, no, don't lie. Maybe you can't compare the two halachas. I'd call like Rabbi Yazer. Also, maybe Rabbi Yazer only said this halacha over there by the dam. Come on, say Adiv. That come on, say is better. Why? Ella, dekavin mitzvah. Because practically you are doing a mitzvah. Because when you do the when you spritz three more times, you're doing a mitzvah out the dam, which requires four matanis. So maybe that's why you're supposed to do a mitzvah. I've halachah loy avin mitzvah, but over here you're not doing any mitzvah by going down from the tree. Hachanami loyer. Maybe you say you don't. You're not allowed to go down from the tree. Vinamiyat come like Rabbi Shua. Maybe Rabbi Shua only said halacha over there that shavat hasa adiv that the person should not do any extra sprays any more matanis and he shouldn't do an action. That's only Elod Lekav Isur. That's because he's not doing an Isur by not spraying more. Maybe he's over this or Baltigar, but he's not doing a Mice to be a dime. But over here, the Kavad Yisur, that he's doing an Isser, every moment that he's on the tree, he's over an Isser, Hachanami, maybe I'll tell you that he should go down from the tree. Yerid, so therefore it says the Gemara, this is not necessarily telling him, Machlech, it's Yeshua, and Rebbe Yezer. It says the Hagi Gemara right there. Tani Chadeh, we learned to one bright, Echad Ilan Lach, Vechad Ilan Yavesh, Saif, the tree is moist, Saif, the tree is fully dried out. Talach is, you're not allowed to go up, you're not allowed to use the tree on Shabbos, you're not allowed to go up on the tree on Shabbos. So Tani Yedech, another bright, we learned that, Bamed, remember when we say it's also go up on a tree on Shabbos. 
Shabbos Balach, that's only if it's a moist tree, meaning it's a tree which is still alive. Abu Yavish, if it's totally dried out, then it's mutter to go on the tree because even if you break up a branch, it wouldn't be a problem because it's totally dried out. Amavudu who responded, not a steer like Kasha Khan, big Gizemachov, that it depends. If the tree would still grow back, if you crack it off, then it would be a problem. Khan, Bisha'in Gizemachov, so he said that it is mutter, that's if the branches would not grow back, says the Gemara. This is the Gemara, Gizai Mach of Yavish Karisla. You're going to tell me in a scenario where wood grow back, you're going to call that dried out. I mean, you can't see when the Bryce has said that when it's dried out, you got to go up. That's talking about where the branches would grow back. What do you mean? That's not a, that, you can't call that Yavish. So rather, it's Hazmar Lekasha, Kam, Dimaisachama, Kam, Aitzikishama. It depends. That if it's the summertime, that all the rest of the trees are moist, and this tree is not moist and it's dead, so the people, it's going to be clear to people that it's a dried out tree, and therefore you got to go up. It's not a Shemar sign. However, Dimaisachama in the wintertime, where many of the trees don't have leaves, so therefore, just because this tree happens to be dried out, people are not going to recognize that. People are going to think that it is a moist tree, it's a tree which is still alive, and therefore outside, you ought to go up. Says the Gemara, Ask the Gemara, yeah, but even in the summertime that the trees dried out, but you're going to knock out some of the fruit, which is also which should be a problem, so therefore you shouldn't be allowed to go up in the tree. Answer the Gemara, but like a parry, the case that the tree does not have any fruit. Ask the Gemara, can not you can see? Ask the Gemara, even if there's no fruit, but still there's some thorns or some branches that stick out from the tree, and that oh, that should be us there, that should be a problem. And the Gemara, big, now we're talking about a tree which is totally shaved down, it doesn't have any of these things. Ask the Gemara, any is that the case that you're to go up, or Rav Ikla left. Tasya Rav went to a certain place. Rav said it's even also to go up on a tree which is dried out and doesn't have any of these branches, doesn't have any of these twigs. Lachas, you're still not to go up. Answers the Gemara. Rav Bika Matzavigadar by together. No, the territory is that that specific that specific place that Rav went to. That was an area that there were not many terror, and therefore Rav is machmer even more than the Lacha really requires. Meaning, really according to the Lacha, you are allowed to go up on this type of tree. However, in certain scenarios, we should point out that in a case where the area is Labne Terra, there are not people who are learned in Terra, so therefore there's always a concern that they're going to misunderstand, misinterpret the Allah, and sometimes we have to be more machmer, even more than the Allah says. Says the Hilgig Marbaiter. The person goes out on grass on Shabbos because he's doing an Avera because we're afraid he, if he walks on the grass on Shabbos he's going to tear it up on Shabbos. Also, we steer in Bryce. One Bryce says you're allowed to walk on the grass. One Bryce says you're not allowed And it's the Gemara like Kasha Habalach and Labivation. It depends. If they're moist then it's also. If they're dried out then it is mutter because if they're totally dried out then even if you disconnect them even if you detach them it is not a problem. Says where we buy same world tayhava balach, and really both of them are talking about where there's still moist like kasha. Kam esacham, kam esacham. It depends if it's the summertime or the winter time. Big machlekes we shine in which one's mutter, which one's aser. Big machlekes between Rashi ben Yannis and the Rosh. Other we shine. Says the Helgi Gemara right. The both scenarios we're talking about in the summertime. It depends. If the person's wearing shoes, then we don't have the concern that he's going to tear up the grass. However, if he's not wearing shoes, then we're afraid that the grass is going to get stuck between his toes, between his feet, and therefore it would be a problem. Or says the same how about the same Sani? No, in both scenarios, the both price we're talking about where the person is wearing shoes. Like Kasha, how this the Oksi, how less Oksi? It depends. If the person has spikes in the bottom of his shoes, then we're concerned he's going to rip, rip the grass up. If he doesn't have spikes, then it's not a problem. We buy the same horse. How about this the Oksi? Really, the person does have spikes. How this the how this the Shacha, how less Shacha? It depends. If the grass is very long, then we have a Chashash that the grass is, he's going to tear up the grass. And if the grass is not so long, then it's not a problem. Says the Gemara, Psaka Lacha, Practical Lacha, Lamaisa, the Oedna, the Kamlik of Shimon. Now that we pass on the Kamlik of Shimon, the Darishim, the Skaven is Mutter, Kulay Shari. It's Mutter to 
walk on all of these grasses because we assume it is a Darvashayin Miskavin. Halacha Lamaisa, this is how we pass. A person is allowed to walk on grass on Shabbos. He does not have to be concerned. He's going to rip it up because it is a Darvashayin Miskavin. Again, it is interesting that there are scenarios where it could be if it's a Psyk Ratio, but it's for sure going to happen. That'll be Asr. Definitely a fascinating discussion in the price scheme of how we measure Psyk Ratio. Do we measure it by every step? Do we measure it by a specific distance? A very interesting discussion. Says the Helge Gemar right there. Now we're going to discuss till the end of the daf. A few interesting Agat the Gemars. Says the Gemar. Bamarami Rechamra Rab Asi. Also, a person is allowed to force his wife to have tashmish, like the Pazik says, a person who forces his wife is doing an Aver. A person who forces his wife to have tashmish, he's going to have children, which are What's the Makar for this idea? That a person who forces his wife that she doesn't have das, to have tashmish with him, the nefash that they create are not going to be good. We learned like this as well in a Braisa. Part of the pasuk is referring to a person who forces his wife to have bia that he's not going to have good children. The end of the pasuk, is referring to a person who is bia v'shayna, a person who has bia and then has bia with his wife again. He has bia with his wife twice. Asking more, any is that true? That's a problem. A person that have bia and then have bia again. Rabbi Rav said, "Right, last is called bottom zechar. A person wants to have that all of his children are male. Yivav yishne. He should have bia with his wife and then have bia again. So asking more, you see that having bia twice with your wife is a positive thing, not a negative thing. Asking more, like kasha, kamadas, kanchaladas, an easy solution if the second. Time if it's with the das of your wife, if it's rotten of the of your wife, then it's a very positive thing. Then your children are going to be male. However, if it's shalayber tzayn ishtay, then it is a terrible thing. Says Yehagim Marvaiter, Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman Yerbi Yechanan, Kolisha Shetayvaz Bailad Bar Mitzvah. Having the bonus, I feel b'derish on Meishal Avi Kamaisin. Says the Gemara, a woman who is tavei her husband to have bia to have tashmish with her. They are going to have children that even the Darmesh Rabbeinu did not have. And the Meir over here points out that even though Tznias is an extremely important Midah, and he says especially by woman, again, Tznias applies by both men and women, but especially by women, says the Meir between husband and wife, this is the greatest level of Tznias, that they are, have a relationship together. Says the Gemara Vaiter, the Gemara proves that a person who his wife is to have asked him for Bia, he's going to have children that are better than even in the generation of Maisha Rabbeinu. It says more, because in the generation of Maisha it says, The Pasuk says that you should have men who are Chachamim, Nevoinim, and then the Pasuk says, and the Pasuk later on says, And the Pasuk skips out that it doesn't say that they were, it doesn't say that there are any people who had Bina. In regards to Bia, in regards to Bia, it says, Cross that Leah with Tevea Tashmish from Yaakov, but Taimari like Tavi Kitsachar Sakhartich, that Leah with Tevea Tashmish, and the Pasuk says, Ksiv, Mibnei Sachar, Yoide Bino, Itamodas, Mayas Yisrael, Rashem, Simon Kalachem, up here. You see that Mibnei Sachar were Yoide Bino, that they had these Maila Bino. So you see that a person whose wife is Tevea for Tashmish is going to have very good children, says the Hilgin Arbeiter. Any is that true that a person's wife should be Tevea for Tashmish is a positive thing? There were ten Klolois that Chava was cursed. Because the Pasuk says, Elisha Omar. Pasuk says, Elisha Omar. We darshan that there are ten curses. Harba, Arba, Elush, Neti, Bedam, Achaz, Damnida, Achaz, Damn, The first two curses are the fact that a woman has Damnida and she has Damn, Besulam. It's Vaynech, Zet, Targi, Dabanam. This is referring to Targi, Dabanam. Vaynech, Zet, Targi, That's referring to the Tsar of pregnancy. Be'etzev, Tal, Dibanam. Kimash, Moy. This is referring to the Pasha of Shah and the Pasuk. The actual birth. That the pain of the child of the actual birth. This part of the Pasuk teaches you that the curse is that a woman desires her husband. When he leaves on the road, uh, the wife really wants to be with her husband. When he goes away, 
Tevas Pepet. And then the next part of the Pasik that says that he's going to rule over, that tells you that the woman is Tevas Pepet, meaning she wants that beer, but she doesn't express it. And the man expresses it, and he meets the Benashim, says the Gemara. That is meet the Benashim, that the woman doesn't express clearly, that she doesn't speak out clearly, she wants to have Tashmish. So as the Gemara, we just said a moment ago that a woman is Teva, her husband for Tashmish, a woman who asks her husband for Tashmish, it's a very good thing. And here we see that's not the for a woman to do that. And she's the Gemara, Ki Karmina Dimr De Mertziar Artsri Kame. And Echanami, this so we said that it's, that a woman's Tevea, her husband for Tashmish, it doesn't mean that she explicitly speaks it out. It means that she shows in some sort of fashion, in some manner, that she wants to have Tashmish with her husband. Like Rashi says, she Mara Lafanav in Yanachi, but she shows her husband that she loves him, and therefore they're going to have Tashmish. But she doesn't speak it out, but Ferish. Again, the Akhraim discusses over here an interesting Aura that when we went through the curses, First we said the curse of Targid and then we said the curse of pregnancy. Lachar, it should be the other around. First we the curse of pregnancy, then the curse of Targid So the Teres Chaim suggests a very interesting shot that the Iker Targid is when a person has children, he's raising his children, and she and she's still becoming pregnant. So that's very challenging. A person is raising his children, her children, and she's pregnant as well. That is part of the call. That's a very hard type of Targid Abanim. Says Zigmar Vaiter. Ask the Gemara, Hani Shiva Havin, ask the Gemara, we just said a moment ago that there were 10 curses. Ask the Gemara, if you count, we just only listed seven. So where do you get 10 from? And the Gemara, Kyasar of Dimi, Amar, Atufa Ke Avel. Yeah, and we have to add another, another three. That she's Atufa Ke Avel. That she has to cover her hair, she has to cover herself, like, like an Avel. Umanudu Mikal Adam. And also she's, she has to separate from other people, which the Gemara is going to clarify. That means that a woman's not allowed to marry two men, but a man's allowed to marry more than two women. And she's locked up in a base Because of Kulkudvas. The woman is supposed to stay inside. Again, practically what that means. We saw already that the Marie, Marie, the Marie Bruna said we don't pass like the Pashim shot, the Pashim interpretation. Again, Halach Lamaisa definitely needs clarification. Says more, my minute to be called Adam. What does it mean that a person's minute to be called Adam? The woman's minute to be called Adam. Says more, either Mishum Asli Yichud. If it means to say that a woman's not a Miyachud with a man, Iunami Asli Yichud. What does that mean? A man's also prohibited to be Miyachud with a woman. So what does that mean? This is the specific curse for the woman. And so the more Elo Dasi the Betray. The tarot is that the woman is also to marry two men, and the man is. Mother to marry two women. Says the right there, Masisa Tan in the Bryce we learned. Megadel, Sarkli, listen, the Bryce we learned that these were the other three curses which were not mentioned before. So that number one, Megadel, Sarkli, that she has this very long hair. The Yeshevis, Mashenes, Mayan, Kibahim, and she has to sit down when she goes to the bathroom like an animal. Then Nasas, Kar, Lebaila, and in general, Allah is that he goes on top by Tashmish, so that's also a curse for the woman. Says the Gemara of Idach, and Ravdimi didn't count these three. Why didn't he count these three? Hanach, Shvachula, because Ravdimi said the last three are considered Shvach. The fact that she has longer hair and she goes to the bathroom sitting down, the fact that she's on the bottom during Tashmish, those are considered Shvach. And it says the Gemara, the Gemara brings a Raya that sitting down when going to the bathroom is a Shvach. Then Rav Chia, my Rav Siv, what's wrong the Pazik says, in Eoiv, so the Gemara is learning that there are certain ideas that we can learn from the animals which are positive. That's referring to the mule that it goes to the bathroom sitting down and that's a direct On the end of the passage is referring to a tarnagal a chicken that before it has bia, first it's Mephais, its wife, it's Mephais, the other chicken, and only afterwards is it boil. So that's the Chachmah that we can learn from the chicken. It says the Gemara Rebbechanan, the mother in the Torah, you know, the maiden sees Michatol, a very interesting Gemara, says Rebbechanan that if the Torah wasn't given, we could learn different meters from different animals. Number one, we could learn sneers from the cat, the cat doesn't go to the bathroom in front of other people, in front of humans. Gazel, Minamal, we could learn the person shouldn't steal from the ants. The ants are, they are very hard workers, but they don't steal from each other. And a rice, we know we'd be able to learn a rice, and the person should be very careful with being 
eating boil another erva from the yain. The yain is very careful not to mate with anybody else besides his partner. With their hearts, we learned their hearts. How a person should have tashmish from the tarnagal. The tarnagal first is mafayis. First, it shows their chiba, and only afterwards does it have tashmish. Says Digmar, my mafayis. How exactly does the chicken house it mafayis? The female chicken, how does it express its love? So it says, This is what it tells her. I would buy you a coat which extends down to your tire feet. I love you so much, and I'll buy you any type of clothing. After it has Tashmish, the chicken says to the female chicken, That the the comb on top of my head, the top part of the chicken's head, he says, I should come off if I don't actually buy you the clothing which I told you. Meaning he's Mephiasir aside before Tashmish and after Tashmish, telling her how much he loves her, and before Tashmish he says, I would buy you this article of clothing, and afterwards he says that I should be, I should get hurt, I should get wounded, if I don't actually carry through with my promise. And I'm trying to point out over here, the Gemara's idea, the Gemara's trying to teach us the importance, like the Gemara in Baba Bas, the Gemara teaches us that the way to be Mitzamech, a woman, is to buy her items, to buy her clothing, to buy her jewelry, and that's it, yeah, that's what the Gemara is trying to teach us. Quick, as I today, the Gemara on the Amidah was discussing the Lachal, the person is not allowed to sit on the root of a tree which extends above three Tvachim. If it starts up below three Tvachim, goes above three Tvachim, and then goes back below three Tvachim, are you allowed to sit on the edge of the tree or not? Then we saw the Gemara on Bays quoted a few interesting Agatha Gemaras. One quick R, the Gemara here said that in the Torah, if the Torah wasn't given, then we'd be able to learn many different Midas from different types of animals. So there's a question that we could ask what up? What about after Torah was given? So now that Torah was given, can we, are we still supposed to be learning these Midas from the animals? Or do we say no? And everything is in the actual Torah itself. So Ryan Luchman Zatzal has a beautiful essay where he describes is there an ethics independent of the Torah? And he discusses this Gemara. First, he wants to say that you see that it is a good, you see that clearly you do learn ethics from other things. And then he suggests maybe that's only before Matan Torah, maybe after Matan Torah. This might not be the case. He has a beautiful, almost 30 page essay discussing this topic. If anyone would like to discuss it, there seemingly are riots from Abayn Yon and Perkyav, say for Ikrim, discussing Perkshira. It's a definitely interesting discussion. Definitely want to talk about. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.